fuck are you? Well, my crew too live, but I ain't Uncle Luke. And I ain't no hipster, girl. I can make your hipster from Pittsburgh. Smoke papers or a Swisher. Welcome to the camp, Bellum Chronicles. Looking out my monocle. I'm dodging obstacles. I gamble like the Bellagio. You no right. idea. Yeah, no clue. I've literally I've I've heard that before, but I think I've heard it I've heard just that portion of it and I've heard just that portion of it in the past like 3 days ever since he died. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like probably tributes or anything on uh social media yeah. has used it. Yeah, because I I'll be honest with you guys with with everyone listening and with you Chase. I have no idea who Mac Miller is. Until he died, I'd never heard his name. You never even heard his name. That's impressive. Because he does one thing. He did one thing very well that most up-and-coming rappers forget about. You got to just yell your name on a track. That is a key. That is why that song gets played a lot after you pass away. And people aren't maybe that familiar with who you are. You come out and you go, my name's Mac Miller. Who the fuck are you? If you're trying to be an up-and-coming rapper, that's a very good technique to copy. That is pretty boss. That's a pretty cool line. Um, but I think, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, like, sh- should I know who he is? Like, should I actually have an idea of who this guy is? I think I think what you don't know about him is just because of that narrow age gap that we have. I think you just missed him at his at the ideal time to catch on to that train. And maybe I know about him more and he's more prevalent because I'm from the East coast. Is Oh, he, he's Pittsburgh is what he said. So yeah. He's, he's an East coast guy. <clears throat> yeah. He's from Pittsburgh, but more importantly, he went to WVU for a semester. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, of course. Then of course you know about him. So he's like, we don't have any rappers that we can claim, but we can, we can kind of claim Mac. So Miller. this hurt when he died. It hurt, huh? Uh, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of, a lot of people from West Virginia. They're like, fuck, <laughs> but <laughs> he's, not, he's not from West Virginia. He's just from Pittsburgh. No, but he went to West Virginia U for a, and like maybe a whole semester, maybe, that's good. but he was just really well known around the area because of that. Huh? Well, if, um, you, if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, today we're going to be doing a, a quick episode on Mac Miller and, uh, it's going to be both Larry Fisherman. Is that his real name? No, that is an, that is another made-up name that he that That'd he be uses. Great. His uh, real name is actually Malcolm McCormick. Malcolm McCormick. Uh, yeah. So rest in peace, Malcolm McCormick. And uh, this is going to be both uh, uh, my first experience hearing any of his music, and Chase doing a eulogy for the man, <laughs> in a way. I mean, I'm going to do my best. I. Uh, I really like Mac Miller, but I can't say that I was a super fan. Um, and actually, one of the cool things that I realized while doing a little bit of research and studying up, brushing brushing up on my Mac Miller knowledge before this episode is how deep his fucking discography is. Like, the man has like 10 or 11 mixtapes out that are like wow. more like full-scale projects. And then I think he has five commercial releases. What? Yeah, dude. How have I not heard of this guy? He's like, and I don't listen to radio. Is, is he, does he get a lot of play? Mm, not here. I also don't listen to radio either, so I can't say. Um, but I would say that the song that we just listened to probably was one of the ones that did get quite a bit of play. And that was from 20, what year is this? 2011's Blue Slide Park. 
And Blue Slide Park is a reference to a place in Pittsburgh. Interesting. Um, but that song was Frick Park Market. It was like the single from this album. And when that came out, I would have been <clears throat> in my freshman year at college. And I think that might be the the key reason why I identify with his start of his, his career and why I was more cognizant of him than you were because yeah. I was in that sweet spot. At this point in his career, he was making like music that reflected what he was going through. So it was like college campus, throwing parties, getting drunk, yeah, whatever, doing like, all it that was like type of shit. Frat party music, yeah, pretty much. That's actually a really good way to put it. <clears throat> um, and I think that's also the same reason why I didn't like, like I liked it. I appreciated like the songs like Knock Knock, um, and Donald Trump and Oy Vey. But uh, like they like I couldn't like really relate to it because I was doing like a nine to five like train for wrestling, go to class, train for wrestling, work out, go to sleep. Where all my counterparts and classmates were like, "Oh, have you heard of this Mac Miller dude? Like, fuck yeah! Like, let's get drunk and Donald <laughs> Trump and take over the world." Uh, it, it just didn't it didn't click with me. But that's the cool thing about Mac Miller because depending on where you jump in on his discography, it's a completely different artist. Huh. So. Okay. That's he, fair. I mean, he has so many songs. He has, he has five commercial releases and 11 mixtapes. That's like, what? It's like a hundred songs more. It is more than that. That's crazy. Um, actually, we should uh, just go ahead and like start from best day ever. If it's on here, if best day ever isn't on Spotify, that should be a fucking crime. And this is actually how I got introduced to him. My God. So many songs. We're literally just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. All right, we found it. Best day ever. Not very many people know this, but he's actually a prophet. (laughs) No way. Called out Donald Trump. So this. All the way back in 2016. Before. This isn't even from 2016. This is the fifth year anniversary. So best day ever is from. It's from 2000. Yeah, and he had a song named Donald Trump. Yeah, and we gotta play it. All right, let's listen to it. Sounds something like this. Hey, hey, yo, Seth, what's good, bro? This man's kind of high. Up. <laughs> hey, yo, the flash motherfucker in the room. Yeah, you know it's me. Bitches hating on him because he started out here locally. Hopefully, I'll be at the top soon. For now, I'm at my house on the couch watching cartoons. You know how much you love it when you get it in abundance. Give a fuck about a budget when you always be the subject of discussion. But it's nothing when you stop and just say fuck it because you walking out in public and you hear him talking rubbish. I just want to rap, ride through the city in a cutlass. Find a big buck, bitch. Somewhere get my nuts kissed. That's the way it goes when you party just like I do. Bitches on my dick that you who would have guessed wow that in 2018 that is actually what's happening wow donald trump's taking over the world that's incredible Mac miller called it go Mac uh, miller, the prophet i think that might have been the the first song that i remember hearing by him like somebody was just like have you heard that donald trump song and i like hadn't and then they played it for me and then i had heard that donald trump song 
and it's a jam because yeah. that's it is a jam that has that has a really cool that's uh, exactly what you aspire your life to be when you're 18 <laughs> yeah just getting your nuts kissed and having a bunch of money and i had a cutlass <laughs> i had a 97 <laughs> cutlass and the line is i just want to ride around in the city in my cutlass find a big butt bitch somewhere get my nuts kissed <laughs> That's a good. That's a good line. That's a good that line. That is an Instagram caption. <laughs> that isn't it. That's like that isn't this. This that has. There's a lot of really good energy in that. His flow is really interesting. His flow is like uh, a lot of other sort of like these party rapper yeah. guys. But it's it's cool. It was a good style. It's a good style. Yeah, very much so. And <clears throat> it's it's very similar to if you if you're familiar with Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, around that era, like 2000. 11 2010 era whiz like rolling papers whiz mm-hmm. um it sounds similar to to that <clears throat> like even his like laugh yeah that's ad-lib. a good point and that's because he like was slightly mentored by wiz khalifa uh, he was on the record rostrum records mm-hmm. uh, that was his label before this or after this um but yeah, uh, so Rostrum Records, which was like affiliated with Wiz Khalifa and his whole like squad, Chevy Woods and all them. Um, but like, I, I guess that was part of the reason why he picked Rostrum Records and they helped like kind of shape that same similar sound, like let's be a party rapper type of deal. Um, and also like furthermore, like to his, his like connection with Wiz Khalifa is that he went to the same high school as Wiz Khalifa, Taylor Outerice. Wiz Khalifa went to high school? <laughs> I know, shockingly enough. <laughs> Wow. I mean, he makes more money than us, so... Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have gone to high school either. Yeah. Well, he did go to high school. Yeah, we should have went to Taylor Outer Eyes, which I guess is like some like well-known high school in the Pittsburgh area. Huh. And it's like, if you make it through that high school, like... You can make it anywhere. I guess. I guess it's supposed to be pretty tough, but hmm. I don't fucking know. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of like the scene that he came into you know touring college campuses they would sell out because he just had like that energy like on stage i remember seeing him uh i think he might have might have been at wvu's fall fest Mm -hmm. as like one of the many acts that they have for the college kids coming back um and i didn't know much about him then but that's when he played oive and more from this album from this mixtape yeah and i was like oh shit i gotta download that mixtape and then I got to like look out for the next thing they does. And the next thing they did was Blue Slide Park, which is somewhere here on Spotify. And that's where we heard Frick Park Market. Frick Park Market. I like that. That, yeah. that name is really good. Wow. So many songs. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty. Oh, he has a whole album. So on Spotify, he has a whole album of commentary on, on Blue Slide Park. Yeah. I didn't know that even existed. That's fascinating. So I think maybe the best, I feel like uh, Blue Slide Park wasn't like that well received um, when it came out. I like, I, I remember like all my friends were still listening to the best day ever and um, uh, like Macadelic his like, they were listening to his mixtapes. Nobody really seemed to care about this album, huh. but the one that would have got some radio play and you might've heard was this party on fifth Ave, okay. and it sounds something like this. I think I see where it going this one, eh? Hey, hey, 
that Still kick raps that cause impact So where my kids at? These motherfuckers hating Sounding funnier than Sinbad I'm ill as the pills that they give you when you get laughs This, that, the other Kiss your mother with that mouth We the assholes that she warned you about We just storming the house Swimming doors to a cloud Got an assortment of style Just be sure to this well 6.30 in the morning And there still ain't signs of slowing down Twin sisters getting wasted So they both are down It's going down Thought I told you, man If you trying to party Let me see you raise your There's hand There's a party on Fifth Ave so that song i feel like is just the audio representation of like beer pong in a frat house yo right right like that is that is so fucking on point with just the sound of like hey fucking you know uh champion shot get in here like tag me <laughs> you in you know what i mean like it's just it's so it just reminds me of being like my freshman year of college and going and hanging out with like the upperclassmen who were living off campus and had like a right. big fucking house and were like we'll buy you beer don't worry about it and i was like sick i don't drink but sick <laughs> <laughs> dope you yeah, got water like, yeah just imagining like you know like a you know the kitchen island with beer cans stacked on top of one another until they're touching the ceiling yeah right? it's just it that it's such a great representation of that vibe right i like i don't i don't have i don't really have many of those experiences but i know that you if know there was exactly a soundtrack it. yeah that's the soundtrack that's it. yeah it's the soundtrack of that moment yeah and there's something there's something to be said to be able to like uh distill that down into a a, a track and, and verses and make it work and like uh just do it so well for so many mixtapes yeah, like that's, that's impressive. impressive that's very impressive like even if it's not your jam i feel like you can respect that sound um for, for and real I, and for me that's why he kind of like stood out from other people that were doing this type of thing there was a lot of uh like travis porter um wiz um asher roth like macklemore even to some extent like there's a lot of people trying to do that sound and i don't think any of them like stayed around right mac miller stayed around granted he kind of fell out of like my radar for a while um and he put out two really well one album that i think is really fucking solid and then another album that's kind of like like if you like it you like it and the the first one that i just mentioned came out in 2013 and it's watching movies with the sound off and this is like basically he like i don't think he like severed ties with Wiz Khalifa or any of those people at rostrum records but i know that he started up his own record label called like remembered music um named after like one of his homies that ended up passing away um and he like ended up somehow getting into cahoots with like schoolboy q and all the people from top dog um and i know that they were all pretty influential in this album mm-hmm. and it has a lot of collabs that i didn't know existed that just like it just fucking works so we'll try to get it's really hard to pick a song from this one because they're all really good um but let's go with objects in the mirror Turn the beat up. 
one day on your mind Without his love's currency And I've been thinking about her all the time I've never seen somebody put together perfectly What would I have to do to call you mine? Someone like you is so hard to find You can open up your eyes or you can walk in blind All I ask is that you hurry I will hurt you, don't you worry Listen to me, I'm a sexual free yeah, so I think you get just the idea from like the first 40 seconds of that. Yeah. There's been some development. It's a bit of a change. There's been a change. Your man isn't isn't hanging out until 3 o'clock in the morning playing beer pong and then going to eat Jack in the Box. Yeah, I mean, he might, but he definitely has some feelings. Yeah, now he's feeling shit. Yeah, so definitely between... Uh, what the fuck? Uh, between Blue Slide Park and you know watching movies with the with the lights on or lights off what's the name sound of sound off with the sound off hey that makes more sense with the sound off um there's there's been something that's like happening in his life and I, i'm not 100 percent sure what happened there but i know that he had a long-term uh like long-term girlfriend that he was with throughout most of his career like four or five years uh-huh. um and then that kind of ended Ooh. i don't know if it was before this or not <clears throat> But it definitely sounds like the dude's like yeah, experienced some heartbreak. That's some Mister music right there. Um, and also, I think maybe it's just like some of the some of the effects of uh, of his homeboy. And I gotta get his name because I feel really bad about not knowing his name. So, while you're looking that up, I think one of the things that struck me about Mac Miller passing away was how quickly it became a big news story because nearly everybody was talking about it. And I'm trying to figure out why, like, how is it that he was so prevalent and influential and well-connected and, like, bros with everybody? Yeah. But I've never heard of him. Yeah, no, it's it's wild, right? Um, going, going back before I forget, yeah. his, his friend's name was Ruben Eli uh, Matrani. Um, and he actually has a song on this album called Remember um that's pretty much dedicated straight to him and he's talking about how like yo i wish you were here and i wish you would have had kids with a girl and like i could talk you up to your kid and like tell him about how good of a dude you were and i hope that i'm doing like everything that you'd want like i the words that your eulogy really like changed me and like i'm trying to live like that now jeez um and he also like shouts out west virginia in it because i guess nice. they went to a summer camp in west virginia and that's how they met Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so <clears throat> when I heard that song, I was like, oh, fuck, hit me in the feels. Um, but, yeah, that back, back to that idea, like, I feel like everybody they came into contact with, he was just, like, a genuine dude, like, through and through. And everybody that I've heard at least talk on YouTube's, like, you know, Mac was super funny, and he was just super, like, sincere and was, like, always down to help and always had, like, this crazy, like, energy uh, that that he just brought to any situation. And I feel like if you are in this space and that's how you operate and you're just kind of selfless, like you build up a reputation with the people that matter. Um, so when you pass away, like it's definitely a lot more significant. Yeah. People feel it because of that authenticity. They're like, Oh shit. Like he wasn't my best friend, but that's, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's what happened in this album and everything going forward. He basically took off this veneer of, um, you know, this is and actually a better way to put it. It's like, you know how on Astro World we were talking about how there's like 
all these songs and it's like hype and party and energy music. And then you have the last song you're like, Hey, this is how like things really are. The St. Pablo moment. Yeah. That's basically what he did, but with his just his career. He's like, oh, all the songs are going to be St. Pablo moments for you guys. Wow. Um, I got to have a lot of respect for that. I mean, rap, if, if maybe more than any other genre, other than maybe arena rock, is this very exaggerated masculine world. Even the female rappers are living in exaggerated masculine worlds. It's always about the price tag on their shoes or their cars or whatever the fuck. And it's really interesting to me that a guy who can come out there and, um, you know, be really honest and open about his like emotional state. Yeah. You know, even in a way like, listen, we live in a post eight Oh eights world where Kanye was like, all of you guys are going to hear about my heartbreak (laughs) (laughs) and you're going to fucking love it. And, you know, I think, I think Kanye had a lot to do with that. Like, making it okay to be emotionally available on music right yeah um in the rap music and uh you know it's just it's just really fascinating that you know in rap that changes what's happening i think based off of your description and based off of that song it seems like that was one of the things that set mac miller apart is like his ability to be open and communicate and be just like hey this is who i am like i'm just gonna be genuinely myself right now i'm not gonna put on this like fake face this like facade yeah very very much so he uh yeah it's 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 there's this whole like like a lot of people will try to group all the white rappers into a pot together um and that never happened at least that i know of he never got thrown into the same mix as like macklemore and uh g easy or this machine gun kelly that you don't know about eminem or asher roth like nobody was ever trying to say like oh well mac miller's just eminem wannabe right right because he just went in such a hard different direction um it's like his early stuff sounded a little bit more like something asher roth would have released when i was in college yeah but i always felt like asher roth's shit was like so fucking tacky <laughs> Like so tacky. Like that there's just that one song that made him like super I famous. Love college. And I was like, Hey, congratulations, man. That's really cool. But like <laughs> fuck, like there's shit going on in the world. Like, don't you want to talk about something else? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, shouldn't you do something here? I don't know. Like yeah. I, I I've always felt really weird about I Love College. And uh you know, if I, I, I don't know what Asher Roth is up to right now. I don't know either. But is if, he not little Dicky, just in a different like he just changed his name. I don't know who Little Dicky is, so I'm just gonna Holy say yes, shit. he is Little Dicky. I just assumed you had like Little Dicky ringtones on your phone. I had Bro, to go wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. I didn't even know. Okay, so just take a, a small little sidebar here. I just recently watched that stupid fucking video with Kanye West and Lil Xan. Lil Xan is that who that is? Lil no. Pump. Lil Pump. I See? love it. And that song sucks. That yeah, song is garbage it's intentionally and the garbage. music video is garbage as well yeah but have you ever seen something just take over the internet so fucking quickly i don't understand this, this is just so, oh, two, anyway. two sidetrack yeah uh so yeah man like he just went a completely different direction he's like i'm gonna tell you about how i'm sad and heartbroken but i'm also gonna tell you like not everything's okay like upstairs mentally and there's a reason why like i party hard and i i drink hard and i do other illicit drugs right like he was yeah. i don't know if he was ever trying to make an excuse for himself but he was also very much like 
yeah, I do this and I go this hard because I, I can't I've deal with issues. I, I can't deal with my emotions. Huh. Um Yeah, and it and I don't think anyone really had any full idea of how bad it actually was. Um so we move on to the next album and that's twenty fifteen's uh go it's actually good AM. I think it was supposed to originally be called Good Morning. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also really cryptic now because it's G O colon O D A M, which is kind of fucked up. Don't know if that was intentional by him when he put it out. I could see it potentially being potential, you know, intentionally. Like he can kind of see in this future. Yeah, because he doses. Well, he talks about overdosing and he talks about dying early and talks about being dead well before his time, like in all of his music. Whoa. Yeah, so that makes it even crazier going back and listening through his collection. That's really sad. Um, so I, this is one of the releases that I completely missed. So I'm not very familiar with it. Um, I know the story behind the cover art. They're doing a photo shoot for the album, and he was just yawning. And that's they took great. a candid yawning shot, and that ended up becoming the cover. And that's it fits fantastic. because it's supposed to be like, good morning. It's supposed to be like... This whole, I guess the whole theme of this album was supposed to be like a breath of fresh air, like a completely like fresh start versus like what uh, watching movies, what the sound off was. Um, But the the really big cut that everybody knows from it is Weekend featuring Miguel. So we'll listen to a little snippet of it. That's really good. Yeah. I've never heard that song, but that's really good. Yeah, I would say there's a good chance you'd like most of this album. I really like that song. Um and I, I don't I don't know if you pick pick up on it, but probably there's like a lot of jazz influence. Yeah. And he even had underneath a different name, Larry Lovestein, a just solo jazz. Get out of here. Yeah. It it's somewhere I've never listened to it. Um I know. So you're Pretty, telling me under a different name, under a different fake name, he released a jazz album. Yeah, Larry Lovestein. Um and yeah, it was just all him singing and jazz music. Um, and he also produces and helps create other people's songs and does beats under the name Larry Fisherman. Dude, I'm 100% sold on this guy. I'm so bummed I hadn't heard about him before. So that's not that good. like not that I wanted to like party to his music before, but like that's really fucking good, right? I'm so now like after Good AM. Um, and that was that was super. I feel like that was pretty well received from what I remember. Uh, good AM, and then definitely watching movies with the sound off was super well received. What wasn't well received was this 2016 project, The Divine Feminine, and this is when his relationship with Ariana Grande was like a cultural phenomenon. Like everybody talked about them being together because she is 
I don't know, social media's darling. Hmm. Um, and it was also a very weird pairing because she's very pretty and clean. And her last relationship with was, was with Big Sean, I think. So I wish I knew who that was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now she's with, uh, with Mac Miller. Um, and it was just kind of, it was just kind of different because she's like a Nickelodeon teen star. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and Mac Miller is like, kind of like this habitual, rap guy. habitual drug user, not good look type of deal to be yeah, with. A- but they put out, not they, he put out the divine feminine and it starts with an intro where I think he has some of her, some of her vocals on it. Maybe hmm. it's either that or Bilal's. I'm not real sure who that artist is. Um, but man, I love, 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 love this album. <laughs> like, and I don't know if that means I have bad taste or if, or if it's just uh, an acquired taste because I've seen, I've seen in comment sections of places where it's like, either you get divine feminine because you can relate to it or you think it's garbage. Huh? So I like that. I like polarizing music. Yeah. So a lot of people say dang is the cut to listen to on here, but I'm going to play goddess fair, sexy, nasty. I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask you to play that Kung Fu candy feature. fucking wild how like wild is that instrumental that was crazy this that song this is an eight and a half minute it lasts like this Mm -hmm. for eight and a half minutes it must have taken them like three months to make this song (laughs) how the fuck did they do that's crazy and if i'm not i could be completely wrong because it's been a minute since i've listened to the whole song but i don't think kendrick has a verse I think they just use him for the chorus. Yeah, it sounds like he, it. Just, he just had him like he's like, "Hey, I need you to, I need you to Kendrick Kendrick Lamar this <laughs> verse." And he's like, "You, you mean like the singing thing?" He's like, "Yeah, like the singing thing, like the whining singing thing." Do that, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's I, fucking great. That's so weird. That's so weird and out there. It's just, I think the just calling like, if you hadn't said the jazz thing, this." just nails you right in the face with the jazz thing yeah like that is very fucking clearly this this really like improvisational like you know free-flowing mind dump style of music it's very very interesting yeah man it is it's it's 
it's just really um experimental album it feels like yeah and i i thoroughly enjoyed it because it was very different i can see why people wouldn't like that oh for sure because that is a challenging song like that there's a lot of strange shit that happened in that first minute yeah. of that song and if you're just not ready or open for that that's gonna throw you for a big ass i loop. uh i was listening to uh anthony fantano the needle drop on youtube uh review it and he he had nothing but poor things to say of but course. he was That's just fine his his explanation for this album was like um so it feels like it's just supposed to be sexy and sultry and just just very romantic and just like wine and dine but for me it comes off of like not clean sheets and a black light and a frat house <laughs> <laughs> and i've really drunk and ended up there <laughs> i mean listen again as someone who has not listened to any of his stuff what i can what i can say is i can see how it comes across, it's meant to be like this sultry, sexy, jazzy, like, you know, dark club yeah. type vibe. But it's that vibe through someone who's on a lot of drugs. So oh. it's like that interpretation, like you have, to, you have to see the context of that interpretation. Like you have to see the fact that this guy is trying to tell you the story, but might just be so fucked up that the story only makes sense to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's a really really good way to put it. Um I Yeah, it's 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 super tough because shortly after this album's release, I would say I forget when their relationship ended, but it was maybe 2017 or late 2016 when it ended, him Ooh. and Ariana. Ouch. Um her big thing was like you got to you have to like work on yourself because I can't I can't keep dealing with you like nearly killing yourself on on drugs and Ooh. just being a complete fucking mess right I, I i think her thing was like she posted on twitter instagram just like uh like take care of yourself that was like the only tweet that she put out about the relationship ending ouch um i mean she sounds like she was on to something so <laughs> she had a sneaking suspicion she might she might have understood something um, that a lot of other people didn't understand yeah, man. So other cuts to listen to from The Divine Feminine for me would be Soulmate. Um, it has a really weird intro, so we won't listen. I mean, we can listen to it if you want. Um, and then Cinderella is super dope. And dang. You tell me, man. Is that even worth listening to right now? Let's uh, let's do Soulmate, but I'll skip past the intro. Cool. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Let's just bash into the please play. Tell it to play, Armin. Play. There you go. Just skipping around. Yeah, that's the weird intro. Somebody who challenges you, not things for you, touches your soul. You can't get back to that, no? You'll never have that kind of relationship in the world where you're always afraid to take the first step because all you see is every negative thing 10 miles down the road. You can do anything you want. You are bound by nothing. Yeah, you my soulmate, my angel. What do you want with me? Too high, too high. slow pace, my eyes closed. 
Yeah, it's Rob, it's Robin Williams. Damn. Yeah. I never knew that. Of course, yeah. I never looked it up because it, it sounded I, like him. And apparently, it's from uh, mm, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh shit, that makes sense. Goodwill Hunting. Um, yeah. that's a super funky song, man. That is a very funky song. I like that beat. Yeah, it's like womp, womp, yeah. Womp, womp. Uh, it sounds really cool in your car. <laughs> uh. But yeah, like you could see how it's very much like polarizing. It's like either you like it or you think it's like, what? What is this garbage? Yeah, this is some weird shit. Um, dig it. But that being said, this album, most people just brushed it under a rug. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's in love with Ariana, and he made an album for it. Dope. But if you gave it a chance, definitely worth listening to. So, his latest. Um, which came out this year it it came out in in august get the fuck out of yeah, here man this guy he just a, released an album yeah he was about to go on tour and it's called swimming and i feel like most most people that are listening to this if they're interested in mac miller know this by now and it was super well received like people were just like wow like fuck he's like an artist he's not he's not just some kid from pittsburgh that does a bunch of drugs and raps and the other big thing going into this, and I don't know if you noticed in Divine Feminine at all, but he he sounds kind of fucked up. Yeah, like he does. He's, he's pushing these words out of his mouth, probably in between him like nodding off or just completely being out of it. Um, and that's just like, it works for, I mean, it's fine. It sounds okay. Like they got a recording out of it. But on this, he sounds a lot more clear minded. He sounds like he got his shit together. And kind of has a hold on, like, what demons he's, like, facing. Um, and I think that's why the ti- the timing of him passing away and this being released was so much harder for his fans. To, like, yeah, this is getting more with. and more tragic the more I learn about this guy. Um, so, honestly, um, <clears throat> I think the ones to listen to on here, we'll, we'll listen to self-care because it's the, the big single. Um and most recognizable one. That sounds like the combination of those last couple albums that you you played for me. Like it's like the like he figured out what the sound yeah. was and what worked and what didn't, and he was like, 
I got it. Yeah. That's it. it. It sounds like it sounds like he was experimenting a lot for like a few years with all the different like just throwing stuff at a wall and seeing what what would stick. And he was able to mature it into like an actual recognizable sound. Yeah. Yeah, the uh I I've I've avoided this album mostly because I uh I can just tell from self-care and from the the uh, small worlds and conversation part one like the tone of it and it and it's very like it's it's a sad album but it's like there's a little bit of hope in there but it's definitely like it's a lot of real stuff so it's for me it's like listening to the national it's like i'm gonna be sad for a while and uh yeah selfishly i'm avoiding it <laughs> yeah understandably um i will say that one one of the things that jumped out about me about everybody like reaching out and talking about Mac Miller's passing one stuck out to me and that was uh John Mayer which is weird that I would never I mean he has a gigantic you know web of people that he's connected to Mac Miller but I was like even John Mayer like right. how the fuck and uh John Miller John Mayer posted to his Instagram he's like um this was going to be Mac's year he's like I've been with a lot of artists and I've, I've worked with a lot of them in the studio but for someone to innovate and revolutionize their sound like he did for this album um, and like he did with his live performances, this was this was going to inevitably be his year to be like the live act that it's you like don't want to miss. Out. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he put together a band to perform every song like live instead of it recorded. And they're going to hit the tour next month. And he's like, when, when he played me Small Worlds, the cut that John Mayer like has some guitar licks on, he's like, I very rarely do this, but it was one of those things where it was instantaneous. I heard the lyrics and I heard, heard the basic outline of it. And I was like, yep. And I just silently got up, got my guitar and laid down the track right there. But he was like, it's it's just crazy unfortunate because like this was, this was going to be the year that it all came together. Damn. Yeah, man. That sucks. So it's a bummer. Um, and the other thing that's even more not so is that, he has like a vault of music because if you have this type of output as a rapper, like you just have tracks that are laying around. Like there's tracks of Tupac and Biggie that still come out now. And that was back then when recording was so much harder. But like now recording's like you have a hard drive, you have a mic, it's fucking recorded. Right. So there's gonna be music that continues to come out with Mac Miller. Like That's for crazy. years to come. And it's all gonna just add to like whatever whatever legacy he left behind. Um and it's, uh, it, like I said, it's just super, super, like, kind of upsets your stomach going back to listen to this stuff because it's like, fuck, man, he was telling us, like, he was telling everybody the entire, the entire time. And he died of an overdose? Uh, it's not 100% confirmed, but that's what's, what's presumed. Shit. Um, that's terrible. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people point to, like, the idea that it's because he was clean and he probably relapsed and did an amount that would have been fine had he been back in his like prime and it was just too much prime drug using years yeah prime drug using years so yeah man hopefully being sad doesn't stop you from going and listening to the divine feminine to uh watching movies with the sound off or uh good am definitely recommend and definitely swimming like go out listen to it um and just try to try to enjoy the music that this uh, dude from Pittsburgh put into the world. 
and uh i think we should go out on best day ever the song do it I never take a day off, work around the clock, my engineer getting paid off. Rock like Ace Up, light the weed and take off. So high, cannot see, ate off. Now I got these rappers all breaking up a sweat. Cause every time I get up on the mic, I come correct. And I learned it from the best, always dressing something fresh. Looking for a little dime, big button, nice chest. Yes, they heard I used to rock guests. But now I'm rocking clothes that ain't in the stores yet. Travel back in time, I'm in a vortex. Try and make it work out, think I need more Reps. Used to take a bus, now the boy board jets Cause kids got me bustin' like a fucking hornet They say I got next, tell them that I got now It's all Disney, boy, my family proud Make them say L, make them say O The hoes that tell me yes, the same ones that tell you no Whoa, I ain't just an average Joe Way above the average flow, boy, my life is most dope No matter where life takes me, find me with a smell Pursuit to be happy, only laughing like a child I never thought life would be this sweet It got me cheesing from cheek to cheek, ay, ay. And I ain't get away from nothing Cause that just ain't my style Life couldn't get better This gon' be the best day